You're listening to the Whistle Away Podcast. On this week's episode, Kyle and Brian discuss how to set realistic goals for yourself and the importance of tracking your numbers. Then, Brian shares an acronym that will help you set more focused goals, while Kyle shares a program that will help you connect with people on a deeper level. Now roll that intro. Welcome back to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty. Joined as always by Brian Kochi, Media and Marketing Director. Director, that's what we're calling you now, that's huh? That's your 2020 title. 2020 title, yes, of Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. I love it, guys. So the goal of the show is to give you the tools and the techniques that you need to go out there and crush it in your business. Uh, the way that we like to do that is by answering the questions that you have. So rather than guessing at what's important to you, we just listen to you. And the way to ask questions and have them answered here on the show is to join our Facebook group called The Whistle Way. The best way to do that is go to thewhistleway.com. You can go on there. That will connect you to the Facebook group. It'll also connect you to our YouTube channel and our podcast so that you can subscribe to both of those as well. And if you have questions, hop in that Facebook group, ask those questions. We love answering questions. That's what this is all about. And again, giving you the tools and the techniques that you need to freaking crush it um, like we do here in San Diego. That's right. So what are we talking about today, Brian? So it is the new year. It is. Um, this episode is airing on the 3rd of January, 2020. 2020. 2020. Um, and so I'm seeing a lot of people post goals. We're asking people what their goals are. And I'm seeing a lot of um, either questionable goals. Um, and what I mean by questionable is it's, they're kind of vague and they're hard to, to measure. Um and we're also seeing, and we see this every year, is when we ask our agents, what are you going to sell this year? And they say, well, last year I sold this many, so next year I'll sell 10 times that many, obviously. And so what I want to talk to you about is not only setting goals for our own selves in terms of what we're going to produce in 2020, but also kind of help our agents build goals and stretch goals that are realistic and not out of this world. All right. Um, so first off, there's kind of different ways we've seen people measure goals. There's different ways we've measured goals. Um, and I want to know kind of your thought process on this. Do we do it by number of transactions? Do we do it by dollar volume? Or do we tr trace by GCI or net? What, what do we track? Well, for starters, you track something, anything. <laughs> Because if you're listening to or watching this right now, you probably don't track shit. If and you're like most realtors, I know this because even realtors in our own team at the end of the year say, hey, can you send me a list of my closings? Oh, I'm getting ready to meet with my CPA. Can you shoot me over uh, my commission for the year? And where do we where do we get all that information now? So we utilize a system called Sisu S I S U. Uh, Sisu.co is an amazing system, and no longer do agents have to bug us and ask for it because all of that information is in Sisu, and they can download that information and take it straight to their CPA. So uh, we've attempted to put systems in place so that we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, so Sisu.co, and I believe we've actually talked about that as one of our widgets of the week in a past episode. So. Definitely check that out. Um, having a system is fantastic. Um, and so ideally you have something like that. There's another one out there called CTE. 
those are two real estate specific systems. Um, but you could use QuickBooks, you could use Google Sheets, you could use whatever the hell you want. I don't care. It could be on paper, but you've got to have something where you at least are tracking what's going on in your business. Um, one of the exercises that I just finished that I do every year um, between Christmas and New Year's is to take my PL. I printed them out on giant paper. I taped it all over the wall. PL is profit and loss. Profit statement. and loss statement. And I just went through line by line by line on that PL. And then uh, for the rest of my team, unfortunately, I blasted them with the longest email I may have ever written in my life uh, with like 20 something things that I wanted to either cut. We uh, an exercise I like to do is called pump it or dump it. And so kind of went through everything and what's working really well, let's pump it and put more money into it. What's not working, let's dump it and get rid of it and no longer do that. Um, and then a couple things were just, you know, one of the things I challenged Brian on is we were using click funnels and we had a $300 a month expense on that. And that's just for what we use it for. It's a great system, but we don't use it for $300 worth a month. So I challenged Brian and he actually found that we could downgrade our version of it to something that's only a hundred bucks a month. That saved us $200 a month. That was $2,400 a year. That goes directly back to, into my pocket. Directly to the bottom line. Oh, um, so. <laughs> You've got to know your numbers. That's where it starts. If you don't have a PL, if you don't have some sort of system to track your numbers, that's where you need to start. Before you can't even set a goal for 2020 if you don't know what the hell you did in 2019. Yep. So that's where it starts. Um, then from there, right, there's there's kind of four different levels here, and you you touched on all of them. So we could look at how many units we sold, we could look at what was the volume, we could look at what was the GCI. Or most importantly, is what was our NCI, our net commission income, um, after splits, after expenses, after everything. Um, if you're brand new to this, if you haven't tracked anything in the past, maybe you start with that top line, right? Because I don't expect somebody to go from being completely aloof and having no idea what the hell is going on in their business to being able to get down to know what their net commission income is and know what their cost of sale is and their ROI on every lead source. Like, Let's be realistic. Most people are not going to go from A to Z in a year. So let's at least just get a basic system in place. And I would encourage you to track the first, the top three initially, which is going to be the number of units, the volume, and the gross commission income. Start with those three, I think, is the most important thing. And then you're going to work on understanding the deeper stuff, which is ultimately getting to your net commission income, your NCI. And the first two, the, the units and the dollar volume, they can pull that pretty easily especially now that we're in the new year from their MLS, right? You should be able to. Okay. Different um, MLSs are different. Yeah. Most of the time you can go on the MLS and just say, hey, show me everything I close this year. But sometimes you have deals that weren't on the MLS okay. or maybe you split a deal with some other agent and it pulls up under their profile. So not always. It's okay. not as easy as you would think. Um, and, and most MLSs you can do, at least ours, right? You can do 2019 or you can do the last 12 months. Yeah, you could do so. the last 12 days if you wanted to. Cool. So okay, good. Uh, that would be a good place to start for sure. Um, but really figure that out. And the reason we say, you know, units aren't the most important thing. Volume's not really, you know, as you get down each layer, each one gets more and more important. If you do, you know, 500 units, but at an average price of 50 grand, that's completely different than doing 500 units at an average price of 5 million. Um, so that's <laughs> yeah. where units aren't everything, right? We got to look at volume. Then at the same time, if you did 100 million in volume and I did 100 million in volume, but my average GCI was 3% and your average GCI was 2%, that's a massive difference, right? We're talking about a $100,000 difference in GCI. So 
that's important as well. Like the the Wall Street Journal list that comes out every year, there's some agents who like the the person who claims to be the number one agent in the world um, has like thousands of transactions. But for, for those that you didn't see, th- those that you aren't watching on quotes. YouTube, yeah, there's some air quotes. There's in some there. air quotes for sure. So thousands um, of units, a thousands year. of units a year. But it's my understanding that his average commission is like a hundred dollars or less on those. So. Mm. Um, I think it's important to understand that we've got to look at what was the actual gross commission income that came in. Um, because just because you sold 500 units or just because you sold 200 million or 100 million, that doesn't mean you actually made many money um, if you're doing them at 1% or you're doing them at flat fees of 500 bucks. So we've really nice, got to look at all three of those. And so if you're a team leader, the nice thing about Sisu is we can actually see <coughs> our teams. This is not an advertisement for Sisu, it should be. Um, but you're we welcome, can see- Brian. Uh, our um, our team's average uh, GCI percentage, we can see who's doing better, who's doing worse, and we can help coach them up on where they're they're missing the, the, that mark. Absolutely. So there's your baseline, right? Know those three numbers. Know how many units you did in 2019, what was the volume, and what was your GCI. Um, that's where you've got to start. Then you've got to actually work on setting your goal for 2020. Um, where I see most people make the mistake is they just pull a number out of their ass. They have, I did 15 this year. I'm going to do 30 next year. Okay. How did you come up with that number? Well, that's just what I want to do. Okay. Tell me about how you're going to do it. Oh, I'm just going to work harder. (laughs) Nah, bro, that ain't, that ain't going to work. What you've got to do again, this is where knowing your numbers comes into play because in all reality, this is all math. This really is all math. What you could do, again, if you're tracking accurately and you know, um, you know, again, there's a lot of different things you could track, but one of the the best things to track is just how many appointments did you go on? Again, that's like kind of just an entry level type thing. Now you could track how many conversations, how many dials, all this other stuff, but let's just track a, a more simple number. How many appointments did you go on? All right, well, if you did 15 deals last year and you went on 30 appointments, cool. Well, if I want to now do 30 transactions, I now have to go on, which is twice as many units. 60. I now have to go on twice as many appointments. Ah. So I've got to go on 60 appointments. So a couple ways to track that. Again, I'm going to stop talking about CSU because we can do everything. That's what we track everything. Yeah. Um, but I think an easy way to do it would be on just Google Calendar. You do Mr. and Mrs. Smith and then do like listing appointment. I, I would make it all one word, listing appointment. And that way at the end of the year, you can just search listing appointment 2019 and you go, oh, there was 19 of them. There was 30 of them. Mm-hmm. And that's a really easy way to do it. It is. And so if you want to go from 15 to 30 and you knew at 15, it took you 30 appointments. If you want to get to 30, it's going to take 60 appointments. So you've got to be willing to commit to getting 60 appointments. Well, what are you going to do to go on twice as many appointments as you did last year? What's going to change? Because if you did 15 deals this year, you're not going to just do the same thing and get 30 deals the following year because you've got to go on twice as many appointments. So now you got to look at what activities am I going to do more of, more efficiently, or what other new activities am I going to add that are going to generate those extra 30 appointments. So and more it, prospecting, more lead generation, more open houses, more networking, more agent-to-agent referrals, all those things. Exactly. Whatever's in your wheelhouse. That's something that we're, we're really big on is you've got to go after what you're passionate about, what's in your wheelhouse. Um, I know there's an agent on our team currently who keeps coming in every morning calling expireds. 
And the person, we don't even clarify male, female, or anything. This person is just, they don't have a strong personality. They get told no. They say, okay, goodbye, and hang up and go to the next person. That would be me. That would be you. Like, you would suck at calling expireds. 100%. (laughs) And you'd probably cry every day, too. Absolutely. Yeah, we actually just, when we talk about our widget of the week, it it actually tells me that Brian would cry. Um, I would. So you got to do what's in your wheelhouse. Like, for this person, super friendly person, great personality. When people talk to this person, they like them a lot. But they're not a strong personality, and to call expireds requires a strong personality. This person is far better suited to do open houses where people are going to walk in the door and then they have a great personality. People are going to get to know them, like them, trust them. They want to work with them. So you got to figure out what are those extra activities you're going to do that are going to create the extra appointments. So in this you know scenario we're talking about, what's going to create those extra 30 appointments? If open houses is your thing and you did you know 30 uh, open houses last year. And from those 30 open houses, that was 15 appointments. Okay. Well now I'm gonna have to do 60 open houses. That's going to get me 15 of those extra appointments that I need. Now I've got 15 more appointments. Now I got to look at the other activities I did and what am I going to increase to get those other 15 more appointments? Or you can work on your role playing your, your presentation. (coughs) And instead of doing a 50%, um, conversion rate, get that up to 75, 80%. That way you have to, anyways. Yeah. That's a huge one too. Um, you sh- one of the things you want to look at is what was your close rate on, you know, your appointments or what, something that I really like to look at is how many conversations did I have? How many appointments did I set? And then how many of those appointments showed up? And then how many of those appointments converted into closed transactions and know that because that just look at that as like a hose and we need to figure out where is the kink in the hose so that we can work on that. So if we're the kink is in the conversation to appointment area then we know we need to do more role play on those phone conversations. If the kink in the hose is you're going on these appointments, but you're not converting those into closings, now we got to work on your actual appointment and role play those things. Um, A big mistake I see people make is they don't role play their appointments. They maybe role play on the phone, but they don't role play when they show up to the actual appointment. So let's figure out where is it. Maybe we don't actually need 30 more appointments. Maybe we only need 15 more appointments. But we need to put more time into the role playing that's going to increase the efficiency. So instead of, like you said, instead of going on 30 to get 15 closings, maybe we go on 45 and get 30 closings. Now we go from a 50% conversion to a 67% conversion because because we uh, are working on our skills. So it's not always that we have to necessarily do more of an activity. Maybe we just do that activity better. Cool. Yeah. Well, that reaches about our time. If you guys have questions about goals, goal setting, um, how to work with your team with it, go ahead and either comment on this YouTube video, ask us in the Whistle Way Facebook group. Um, basically, to get to any of those, go to thewhistleway.com and you can get that. Uh, and we can either do a follow-up episode on this if we get a lot of engagement um, or answer it right there. How excited are you that you found a downgraded... Click funnel so you don't have to rebuild everything you built. Oh my god, so excited! <laughs> and I, I remember you asked me about this a couple when we first started into it. You said, "Hey, how much do we really need click funnels?" And I said, "Oh, I we can downgrade it." And then you go, "Cool." Then we first started our first media mayor mastermind, and they so you said, "Hey, so and so wants an affiliate link. In order for that affiliate link, I needed the upgraded version." So I was like, "So we can just upgrade around events if we need to." I don't yeah. think we need to do it that way. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. Widgets of the week. Yep. 
So one of the other things we like to do on the show is talk about one of the widgets that we utilize in our business that essentially makes us more productive or adds something, adds a layer, increases efficiency, or is just straight up fun or saves us time, all that fun stuff. So you kick us off. So mine actually goes with this whole theme of goals. Um, and it's a tool. Um, it's free. You don't have to download it. You just write it down. But it's a tool that's going to help you set goals that are meaningful. Um, and it's the, uh, I forget the word. It's not an analogy. What's it when it has, It's it, they're called SMART goals. What is it called when each letter stands acronym. for? Acronym. Acronym. There you go. So the acronym is SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. That means the goal is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So instead of saying, I want to do more and better videos next year, you're going to say, I'm going to do three videos a month, uh, every month next year. And in order to judge kind of quality, maybe you say they're going to have X amount of engagement or something along those lines. So same thing with setting transaction goals. You're not going to say, I want to set... I want to do more than this year. That's a that's a BS goal. I want to do 30 transactions within the first six months by doing this, 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 this. I love it. Smart goals. Smart goals. Perfect. Uh, the one that I want to share is it's fucking bananas. This thing is so sick. I love this one. Um, so one of my big focuses personally in 2020 is to focus on people. I don't want to add any new systems. I don't want to add any new tools. I want to spend less money, but I want to spend more time focusing on my people because I like how you say that. And this is a brand new system. (laughs) Yeah. But you implemented it last year. So we're good. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You don't have to pay for this. Um, So, or I guess I don't want new lead generation pillars. So how about that? Is that better? Yes. Um, I really, really, really am focusing heavily on people in 2020. Um, that is both for the agents on my team. That is for my clientele. That is for everything. Like our group at EXP, we actually hired a girl full time just to make sure that we love on all of our people that are part of our network, that we recognize their accomplishments, that we communicate with them, that we help them, that we coach them, that we follow through on everything that we're masterminding with them and just helping them progress their businesses forward. And we have somebody full time that we hired just for that role. Um, we're doing the same thing here with Whistle Realty Group. So if you know um, someone in San Diego that's good with people and checklists, yeah, 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 both yeah, those yeah. things. So what this system does, we've all heard of disk profiles before, and I think disk profiles can be awesome. But what most disk profiles don't tell you is how does the other person's disk profile in yours mesh, right? They tell you, I know what Brian's disk profile is, but how does that relate to my disk profile? Most of the systems don't do that. Crystal Nose does that. So... Um, there's, there's my widget of the week. It's called <laughs> crystal nose. That is a, it's a interesting name. Um, mm-hmm. we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. Um, but what it'll do is I did my disc profile on there. Brian did his disc profile on there. And now it tells me, Hey, based on your personality and Brian's personality, it's important when you communicate with them to do this. It's important if you're going to sit down and have a face to face meeting Talk about this. Say these things. Don't say those things. If you're going to get on a call with him and you got to deliver bad news, do this. Don't do that. Like, it's freaking amazing. Um, And I think it's so important because 
there's no one size fits all approach, right? We're in massive growth mode. A year ago, we had 30 something people in our company. We have over 60 people in our company today and we'll be over hundred people before this year's over. I cannot have a one size fits all approach to all of those people. So this, this system Crystal knows is amazing and is gonna help me to better tailor my communication to the individual that I'm talking to. It even does it in email. So if I'm getting ready to send an email, I could pop it up and be like, oh, Brian, here's how you talk to Brian in an email. It's so freaking powerful. So if you're really trying to take your communication to the next level and get rid of that one size fits all approach, Crystal knows there's a free version um, and there's a paid version. The paid version gives you that coaching element where you can put in specific situations, but the free version on, it own, on its own is freaking killer. So crystalknows.com. K-N-O-W-S. Yes. So that is what we got for you guys. Hopefully you guys got massive value out of the podcast today. If you have questions you want us to answer here on the show, go to thewhistleway.com. Join the Facebook group. That's where you ask questions. While you're on there, you can also join uh, or subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, find out about future events, which we have a Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is our two-day video boot camp in San Diego. It's going to be happening in March, so you can get all the details on there. And that's what I got, dude. That's what I got. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll talk to you soon.